0: What's going on, Misfit Gang? Welcome to another episode of Comic Misfits, the podcast that bridges the gap between the super comic book fan and the ones just getting started in the fandom. I'm your host, Pedro, and today we're going to be doing something that we should have done a year ago, but we'll get to that in a second. But before we get started, make sure to follow us on all your social media accounts at Comic Misfits, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the whole nine. That's where we are. If you love the show and want to support the show, you can head, do that by heading over to patreon.com slash comic misfits. There you figure out a way to su- support the show with a monthly contribution. Before we get started, also make sure to follow us on, not follow, but make sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and leave us a rating. And today I'm joined as usual by my friend Aiden. Aiden, how are you today?
1: Good, how are you? I, I, I don't go by Aiden anymore. What do you go I by? Dr. Aiden Quinzel.
0: <laughs> okay. If you haven't figured out by now, by now if you haven't read the title of the episode or if you haven't been, you know, reading. Today we're going to do something we were supposed to do a year ago a, a year and a after couple of months ago after a
1: year of begging and pleading to do this episode for here.
0: We are going to be actually doing a full <laughs> review <laughs> spoiler full of Birds of Prey, a Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Or, as the original title of it was before it was so bad that they had to change it, Birds Birds of Prey prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn.
1: Beautiful title. (sighs) It sounds like an early like 2005 era panic at the disco song
0: it does like a hundred percent
1: like hit songs like i write since not tragedies um
0: the one hit song they can think man. of
1: <laughs> um, but it's better if you do um the only difference between suicide and martyrdom is press coverage birds of prey the fantabulous emancipation of one harley quinn you know all the good stuff <laughs>
0: Yeah, so before we get going, uh, we're gonna be uh, obviously as you guys know you've been fans of the show for a while. Big shout out to our boy Zach Raya who is a patron of the show. Whoop, whoop. We're going to have him on in a couple of weeks to talk about. I haven't I haven't even told Aiden, so he's gonna find out with you guys. Oh boy! We're going to be reviewing Zack Snyder's Justice League.
1: Oh,
0: yep. So we're gonna have him on to talk Jack Zach's side of Justice League. It's gonna be a freaking huge episode because
1: Zachariah joining us for Zach. Snyder's, Just, Snyder's Justice yes,
0: League. right. I Yes, right. I didn't I didn't even put two and two together, but yeah, that's that's true. And and we're gonna talk about the Josh Whedon version of Justice League. I have so, to rewatch it. Yeah. Don't make me rewatch
1: that. So we're gonna
0: have Zachariah on for this. Really special episode. Um, I know everybody have seen the trailer that came out on Valentine's Day. If you're single, that was probably the best gift you got. Let's be real. It was the best gift I got, and I'm not even single. I thought it was awesome. It was great. The Joker was phenomenal.
1: He said the funny meme line. He said the funny meme That people have been meme memeing line. about for like two years.
0: It is. It was awesome. I loved that trailer. You know, we didn't really talk much about the trailer when it came out a couple of weeks ago. So just really quick before we jump into Birds of Prey, what a trailer, dude. It's
1: pretty good.
0: Very Except... very dark, as we expected it.
1: Yeah.
0: And gruesome.
1: Very Zack Snyder. Very Zack Snyder. <laughs> Zack Snyder.
0: And I'm excited, cautiously optimistic, because it's a four-hour movie. And I'm afraid, it me, yeah. and I'm Go afraid it's going to be... Over ambiguous, uh, ambiguous. It's ambitious. Ambitious. It's ambitious. I think it's gonna be too ambitious for four hours of. Because here's the thing: Zack Snyder's original plan was to have three three Justice League films, right? He obviously won't have that chance. Warner Brothers is not bringing him on to do Justice League number two or three.
1: So Unless no, it's not. They've said they won't. Imagine, imagine. if they do. If Amazing. I think Snyder Cut is going to do incredibly well for HBO Max, yeah. it's going to get a ton of subscribers, and I think by Fandom Number Two, which I think they confirmed they're doing, I think they're going to reveal Snyder Cut Two.
0: Nah, I don't think so. Here's what I think. I think what's going to ha- I think what's happening is you're giving the fans what they want. You're giving them Snyder Cut, and that's it. And so I think Warner Brothers said, "Hey Zach, listen, this is all you got. We're not going to bring you in for just League Two. We're not going to bring you in for anything else." this is your chance to tell your story to the fans. And so instead, Zach is literally putting all three movies into one, I believe because he brought in people that weren't even in the movie to begin with. Like Jared Leto wasn't even in it, which by the way, he's going to be the exact Joker that I've been preaching for since suicide squad. He's going to be the best Joker ever period. And I, after Jack, Zack Snyder's Justice League, all the haters that come at me every day can just back off because my boy Jared is gonna show the world that he's actually really good. Which then until
1: the movie comes out and gets like a ten percent on Rotten.
0: <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think so. But and then he's so he's, he's gonna be so good. Get ready for this. He's gonna be so good that people are going to demand the air cut of Suicide Squad. And then they're the going to give
1: The air cut a- should have come out first. And Let's then they're going to give him the
0: air cut. And you're going to see the original Jared Leto Joker in his full glory. Be and better. all your haters out there who tell me that he's horrible are going to regret saying that. Anyways, I think it's, it's amb- ambitious because of that. He's, he's creating- is concluding a story that was supposed to be a three-movie episode, a three movie arc into one four-hour ordeal. So it could be actually be really, really good, or it can be really, really bad.
1: I think I hate to be this guy, but it got to a point where I was watching the trailer, and I was like, this is not going to be a great movie. I think it will be a good movie. I don't think it will be great.
0: I don't think everybody. I don't think anybody expects to be a great movie, except for the Zack Snyder cult people. Yeah, I think it's and like.
1: Be... I I like giving Zack Snyder credit where credit is due. He does good work sometimes, but I'm not one of those people that's like Snyder Cut is going to be like the second coming. No, I don't where think second coming. Like some... I don't think.
0: I don't think. I don't even think it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Uh, yeah. I just think it's going to be a great way for him to close out what he had in mind and vision for the DC universe like it or lo- like it or hate it it's it's what he had in mind for the universe dc has always been darker than marvel so yeah. like it or not this is what the dc universe is it's darker it's grittier it talks about real issues and it doesn't take 20 movies to talk about it
1: and the man brought back granny goodness Bro, what the heck?
0: That was from like, dang, I saw that. I go, is that granny? Is that granny? And it was, it was granny. I
1: remember granny goodness from the justice league cartoon. Yeah. She was voiced by the guy who did Carl Fredrickson and up.
0: Yes. Yes. And, 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 and granny goodness was also in the Batman Superman movie. Animated movie. wasn't, uh,
1: public enemies, public enemies. Yes.
0: Uh, it's awesome. I'm super excited for this movie. I hope they come out in theaters too because I kind of want to see it in theaters.
1: I yeah. would see it in theaters. You I said read you weren't going to. Get out of here, you fake fan. But I
0: kind of want to go now. I feel safer now. <laughs> I have yeah. a mask. I can wear my mask all the time. And I am kind kind of want to see it. I was reading an article talking about how they're going to have intermission halfway through. So I'm assuming it might be for so theaters. The
1: movie on HBO Max?
0: That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's the one on HBO Max because we all have the power to pause. Yeah. but I think. I would pay to go theater. see it in theaters. However, Hamilton on Disney Plus had intermission too. And that was on Disney Plus.
1: Well, because it was a Broadway play and yeah. all Broadway plays have intermission. You can just so skip like, it. I guess. So I don't know. But I don't know. what. Just to doing. keep the experience alive Dude, or whatever.
0: Four hours though. Like. Can you sit through four hours of it?
1: I think I could. I don't. If know. I can sit through the extended editions of Lord of the Rings, I how long are those? Like three, four hours. Oh
0: wow! I don't know. If I, I don't know. I'm kind of. I'm excited, but I'm also kind of like, can I even yeah. make it four hours?
1: Like, I don't think that's the issue for me. I know I can, unless it's really bad.
0: I don't think it's gonna be bad. I'm a big fan. Think, I'm a big fan of Zack Snyder. 300 was great. Smith Steel was great. Batman vs. Superman was great. I don't have a... I think I, th- I. think it's going to fit yeah. exactly those two movies. So,
1: I think it's also going to be one of those movies where like, if you're going in expecting it to be great, like the greatest thing since life spread, it's going to be the greatest thing since life spread. Yeah. I think it's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be good. If you think it's bad, it's going to be bad. This
0: is why I'm going to take Kim with me. and She's going to watch it because she has no... Saying this,
1: you're gonna see it without me.
0: Well, no, she's gonna be there. Well, if it doesn't go in theaters, I'm just gonna watch it in my
1: house. Oh, okay, yeah. So if it goes in theaters, I will take the day off of work. Yeah, we'll go 100.
0: percent But if it's not, yeah. we're we'll just watch it at home, and then she'll watch it with me, and she'll be the deciding factor.
1: Yeah, and I hope yes. that like if they do put it in the theaters, they don't split it in half. No, nah, it, w- it I don't think be. they would. Nah,
0: it, that's what I'm saying. I think it's gonna be. I don't be, know. Nah, if they put it in theaters, they're going to put an intermission, like a five-minute intermission between it or something. So go out to the bathroom and stuff, because four hours is ridiculous.
1: And like, as excited as I am to watch it, I'm not super pumped about watching it at home. Because this feels like it's something that was made for the big screen.
0: Yeah, but I don't know how that's And
1: like, work. watching Wonder Woman 84 at home just didn't feel the same. No, you're right. And
0: I, and I told you that. I, I told you that a year at ago. At least
1: we get to see it. I still demand we get the air cut because it should have come out before the Snyder cut. Did. We'll just saying. We'll see.
0: But yeah. anyways, we're not here to talk justice league the whole time, even though it's exciting to talk about it. We're here to yeah. finally review birds of prey. It's been a War year. Harley and Quinn many...
1: and birds of prey. Yeah. So here's here's Really known as birds of prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. I'm
0: going to call it birds of prey from now on. Just so you know, here's what happened. I'm going to give you guys a story. Aiden and I watched this when it came out February 7th, 2020. We went to theaters the day before, watched it. We wanted to get something out as soon as possible. So we did a spoiler-free review of the movie.
1: In my car. The audio was awful, but it was was an episode. Yes.
0: Again, we're getting 1% better every day and so what we said to ourselves like hey so this was february 7th and i said we got we were kind of busy throughout february and i said hey then let's go in march let's watch birds of prey again and let's do a complete review you know spoilers and thoughts and grading and all that stuff that we that we want to do as we all know march 2020 famous the-
1: last words
0: the world shut down and all the movies stopped working. So we were unable to see Birds of Prey until it was released in Blu-ray back in, how do know? In remember. May. May, yeah. came out in May. So by May, we were already, you know, doing our DC animated universe talk and- So we decided to skip it. But Aiden, being the Aiden he is, every single episode, hey, you know what we should do? We should do a Birds of Prey review. And I'm like, hey, you know what we should do? Never talk about that movie again.
1: (laughs) And it's funny because not only have we not talked about it on the show since it came out, I still don't even know what Pedro thought of the movie. He has not talked to me about it. I haven't. I haven't
0: because I was very clear when I gave you my rating a couple weeks ago or whenever it was that I wasn't a fan. But yeah, we'll talk about it today. That's that's also the thing. You know, we, we we didn't really talk about it. And so that's I think it's important to know what's going on and it's important for us to. If we call ourselves a comic book uh, podcast, we have to review Birds of Prey, even if it's a year later. So kind of like we did Batman vs. Superman five years later, we're doing Birds of Prey one year later.
1: On the anniversary, hey Kind of. It's like... A a year and two weeks.
0: Yeah, a couple, yeah, kind of, but it's still in the same month, so I'm going to go with it. All
1: right.
0: Same month, so anniversary month. There you go, the anniversary month of Birds of Prey. So let's just jump right in. It is directed by Kathy Yan produced by Maggie Margot Robbie, actually. Yeah. Fun fact. And yeah. Written by Christina Hudson. Released, yeah. as I said, released February 7th, 2020. Aiden, before we jumped into spoilers, for people that didn't watch our like seventh episode. Give us a spoiler-free review of the show, of the movie.
1: So, I mean, we already addressed this. The movie should have been called Harley Quinn right away. But that's like a small, small problem. This movie is a ton of fun. If you hated Suicide Squad, even if you loved Suicide Squad, you will probably have a good time watching this movie. Um, Margot Robbie is fantastic, as she always is. Ewan McGregor. Steals the show as black mask. Um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Huntress was also great. Yeah. That's about it. As far as acting goes, mm-hmm. everybody else is okay. Except for <clears throat> Cassandra Cain. Like she should not have been in this movie. No, yeah. At all. Um, it's funny. It was well shot because Chad Stahelski did work on it and he did the John Wick movies which is why the fight scenes actually looked really good oh, okay. and well choreographed. That makes sense. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. As a John Wick fan, it's like, I know that guy, and he does quality work, mm. and it's present here. The comedy sometimes hit or miss, but most of the time it was funny. Yeah.
0: And the soundtrack guess. was all right. The soundtrack or the score?
1: The soundtrack. Oh, okay,
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: Featuring like, to... like Doja Cat, Megan the Stallion, uh, Nicki Minaj, I think was on the side. I don't know. Probably, I don't know. Yeah, people it, like
0: I. Here's the thing: it was it was a movie for sure. The Birds of Prey, poorly poorly named movie. For sure, it, it wasn't even anything related to Birds of Prey at all, as we'll get to it. It, it it was like a origin story, right, for Birds of Prey. Harley Quinn. No, origin story for Birds of Prey, I would
1: say. I would argue. <sighs> a little bit. It was and an we'll emancipation. It. it was
0: an emancipation yeah. for Harley Quinn, which I get. I would
1: part. say it's more of a Harley Quinn movie. 100%. I wouldn't saying... say it's an origin story of Birds of Prey, though. Uh... We'll talk about that in the spoiler. Remind me. We'll talk about that first. Okay. It's like a very small thing.
0: Um, but, yeah, it was more of like an emancipation movie for Harley Quinn. You know, it, it's not spoiling anything. This is takes place four years after Suicide Squad. And so Joker and Harley break up. And so she's trying to find herself in the world without Joker. Because till this point in 2020, anytime you talked you talk to Harley Quinn, it was also... Accompanied, accompanied by the Joker.
1: Yeah, she was like her... Sh- her he was like her shield. It's like well, nobody would hurt her. No, no, not
0: even that. I'm talking about oh, in, yeah. ge- in the no, general DC universe. Yeah. Before this movie, it was always Joker and Harley Quinn. It was never just Harley Quinn. And so this movie kind of brought Harley into the a spotlight and made her the main character, which... Props to the studio heads for doing that because they do realize that Margot Robbie was born to play Harley Quinn. And so they did that 100%. It was really smart.
1: And I mean, think about it all the Hot Topic Halloween costumes they sold based off of this movie
0: Uh, zero because it was COVID.
1: (laughs) And because it was rated R. (laughs) The 12 year old demographic couldn't get it.
0: Yeah, that was a big problem I had of this film. Yeah. Uh, if we're talking about things that I didn't like, I had a problem with the fact that it was a radar film. It didn't need to be radar film, and that it's is probably it. why I think it lost so much of the money that they did. You know, it only made 201 million dollars worldwide. It can be argued that yes, that happened because of COVID. But you know, if it was really a good movie, it wouldn't have happened because if it was not a good movie, if it was rated PG thirteen, that probably wouldn't have happened because a lot of the younger generation the the younger demographic that watched Suicide Squad and that enjoyed Harley Quinn and that would be able to go without their parents. And a lot of parents are sometimes iffy, I'm not saying everyone, but a lot of parents are iffy when it comes to letting their kids watch certain rated R films. So that probably didn't help the budget, um, the box office numbers as well.
1: No, and I think like even the like amount of money raked in from like home rentals because they put this up on rental like right after COVID hit. Yeah, I think they would have made a lot more money if it was PG thirteen. Families would have watched it together. Hundred percent. And it's kind of sad that Sonic the Hedgehog, which is not a superhero movie. Overtook this at the box office a week later and it became the highest-grossing superhero movie of 2020.
0: First of all, Sonic was probably the greatest movie of 2020.
1: It was a great movie.
0: Like, it was the, it, it should win the Oscar for best movie of 2020.
1: It was I can't my. I not if that sarcasm or like.
0: No, I'm 100%. I loved that movie. That 100% love that movie.
1: Did you stay till the end? Yeah, with
0: Tails? Oh, I cried. Pff, come on, dude. I cried. So, Jim Carrey was phenomenal as Egghead. Yeah.
1: The vo- so, like, ben, Schw-
0: ben Schwartz oh as gosh. the voice of Sonic. Like Again, talking about people that were born to play their role, Ben Schwartz was born to be Sonic. It was awesome. But yeah, that's not even what we're talking about. But yeah, Anyways, that's how so much real Sonic quick, right. real quick. Real I quick,
1: I have a little Sonic story about how much I love this movie. So I'm not a Sonic fan. Went to go see it as like a, it was a last minute decision. Loved it. And I stayed till the end. And again, I'm not a big Sonic fan, but like, I know Sonic and the characters. Mm-hmm. When Tails comes through that portal, I was the out of all the like older people there. Cause there were a ton of Sonic fans there. Yeah. Like a guy next to me had like a Sonic onesie on or something ba- like back that. Back when
0: you could sit next to people that you didn't know.
1: Yeah. And like <laughs> there were kids in the theater cause some parents brought their kids to like a nine o'clock showing of sonic the hedgehog i was up in the theater as soon as Tails showed up and i'm like screaming yes 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 you don't even like sonic even the sonic fans were looking at me like what is this guy's problem like it's just tails (laughs) but i was like tails tails because i love tails
0: yeah sonic was awesome dude like it was it was the best movie. I personally, I'm not sarcastic. Being sarcastic, it was probably the yeah. best movie of of 2020 for me. I and then there's that.
1: they're filming Sonic number two, two,
0: yeah, with Tails,
1: yeah, Tails,
0: Tails is gonna be on it. Get get hyped, but we're not here for Sonic. We're here for Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, aka Birds of Prey or BOP, as I like to call
1: it. Or Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey, stylized as Birds of Prey Harley Quinn, yeah, formerly yeah, yeah. known as Birds of Prey, fabulous. Can we Whatever. stop wasting
0: point. time talking about their title? <laughs> All right. We're going to jump right into spoilers. You guys know the deal. You know what happens when you jump into spoilers in this world. It's the 66 Batman telling us that there is a problem and you got to get to the bat phone.
1: So, or in this case, the bat mic, so we can drop some bat spoilers. There you go. Even though the was bat bare. Airphone.
0: That one was barely mentioned in this movie. I was really upset. But, so, all right, so tell me about this. You don't think it's an origin story for the Birds of Prey?
1: The Birds of Prey aren't a thing until the last five minutes of the movie. Not even the last five that's minutes. Not the, like the last that, three minutes. But that's
0: what I'm talking about. Do you know what an origin story is?
1: Yeah, I know.
0: What's an origin story?
1: An origin story is when a group comes together and you follow them like until yeah. they become what they are.
0: Yeah, the origin story is what the an origin story is how someone or a group becomes who they are. And I would argue that this movie explains how Montoya, Huntress and Canary become the birds of prey. You don't think they do that?
1: No, not effectively. How, why not? Cuz like we don't there doesn't seem to be enough like character development because you don't really get enough to like care about the characters. Like, I don't know anything about Black Canary. They don't develop her well at all. Yeah, they don't. They don't they don't talk about Montoya. Yeah, they, yeah, they do. Montoya. Not a lot. Not she, a lot. But like, I
0: think the most important parts of Montoya that yeah. I think they talk about.
1: Like they brush up on that, but like there's not a lot to that. Huntress, you get her backstory. Mm-hmm. But then she's barely in the movie. Yeah which she should have had more screen time because she's fantastic. And
0: your dog agrees.
1: My dog agrees. I agree. But you I, don't, I don't don't feel like it's a proper origin story. I think that's the better way to put it. Okay. A proper there origin story.
0: And that goes to what I was going to get to. It wasn't a very good thought out movie. Yeah. My personal opinion. You disagree with me, but you just said, yeah, I don't think it was f- well thought out. I think that I think we mentioned this in the in the show that we talked about. It 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 felt like to me a quick money grab for Harley Quinn. It felt to me as if they needed a Harley Quinn movie to make money and they jumped off Gotham City Sirens because of whatever happened there. And, David Ayer. Yeah, whatever happened, they they jumped out of Gotham City Sirens and and decided to make Birds Prey. And I remember when they, I remember because we, we, we had just about started the podcast at that point and it was just like, a, it was like a random like, oh yeah, by the way, they're actually starting Birds of Prey and they're filming it and it's going to be released in 2020. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, I had no idea what was going on. I think it was really, I, personally, this is just me. I think it was rushed. It didn't really fit with any of the other stories that they were trying to, just to, to build in this universe. If they wanted to make it part of the universe or not, it is part of the universe. And I believe that they kind of didn't go they didn't give it justice. Even even like Shazam mentions and touches on the rest of the universe at large. Like Freddie using the logos of the superheroes, the batarang, the bullet it's mentioned. This one barely touched it. You know, they talked about the Joker as a distant memory. And then it talked about Bruce as the little hyena, but they didn't really talk about anything else. They didn't really add anything to the world. They just it was a standalone film. But like I said, Margot Robbie is sensational. She she was born to play Harley Quinn, which is really creepy. So
1: Yeah. Um highly
0: so- en- I, I highly like that and I and I enjoy that part. But I don't think it was. I don't think it was very well thought out.
1: So as much as I love Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, I don't like current Harley Quinn. It feels like they're trying to Deadpoolize her. Like she's very quippy. She makes like fourth camera wall breaks. But, she, but Harley she, Quinn does that. I know, and it feels like they're just copying Deadpool.
0: See, that's the problem. The pro- No, Harley Quinn does that. She does it in the, the animated series and she does it in, in, in animated movies. The problem is it gets back to the, oh, they're just copying Marvel argument because Marvel did it first. But Harley Quinn is kind of like a Deadpoolish kind of person that is funny, does break the fourth wall, and, and does things like that.
1: And not just that aspect of Deadpool, but like... The -the over-the-top gratuitous violence and it felt like the Deadpool movie, but it's better than the Deadpool movie.
0: Well, yeah, I I get what you're saying. They probably made it rated R because Joker had come out in November or October of of 2019. And so they assumed that this was going to be just as good as Joker. But they forgot the main part, and which is what, without which, what I told you, they forgot that this was part of the DC Extended Universe continuity. Joker wasn't. Joker was a one-off movie, and it made sense to be the way it was in rated, rated R. This is not. This was not supposed. This should not have been rated R. There has no. There. Ha- there's absolutely zero reason for someone to make this movie a rated R film. And that's because me. I
1: do think it was because of Deadpool. Because it was the highest grossing R-rated movie of all time until Joker came out. Yeah. And it came out a week before Valentine's Day. And did incredibly well. It was R-rated it came out over Valentine's the
0: top. Day. It came out on Valentine's Day, I
1: believe. On the 12th. Oh, okay. So, relatively close. Yeah. So I feel like they wanted to take harley quinn because we've talked about this she's kind of like deadpool i guess Mm -hmm. the dc equivalent and they made this and it was like a girl superhero romp like people might go see it on valentine's day or whatever thought they could capitalize on that market but cutting out all those kids like didn't make sense
0: yeah i and that's the thing to me i i it it to me it was it just kind of ruined like it just ruined the extended universe for me because it it didn't add to it I could I could I could literally watch um, the extended universe without this and I wouldn't feel like I missed anything nothing was added to it again it was probably because by this by twenty twenty you know the the DC extended universe was dead probably I'm not I'm not arguing that but it's still part of it. You know, it starts off with you know four years after beating Enchantress, and her being uh, breaking up with the Joker, and so it kind of has those vibes. I wasn't a fan of that situation. I I'll tell you what I did like about the film, though. I liked Obi Wan Kenobi.
1: Oh man, he is so good in this movie, and it made me mad how they just. Treated him like that. Yeah, that's the that's That thing. made me really, and really it, mad. And it goes
0: back to what I said. It was I feel like it was poorly planned. This movie could have easily made it, you know, a couple of movies based off of Black Mask. You know, Ian McGregor. Oh, sure. Ian McGregor was a phenomenal Black Mask. They could have easily made this a one, two, three movie arc with Harley Quinn or the Birds of Prey fighting Black Mask.
1: It could have been Birds of Prey, Gotham City Sirens, like they originally planned, right. which I guess they're now working on. I don't know because I don't know. And on then to it see. could have been Birds of Prey versus Gotham City Sirens or something like that. And then Black Mask comes in. What All I right. would do is I would write a nerdy twin brother, also played by Ewan McGregor, and he comes in in the next one and becomes Black Mask. And then they blow him up. And then there's a triplet in the third one.
0: And because that's when not? we shut you down and you don't talk about anything anymore.
1: <laughs> Call me Christina Hudson. I
0: I just, yeah. See, I love Ian McGregor. Love the Black Mask character. I, I absolutely loved him. He was scary. He was psychotic. He was unconventional. He was unstable. Perfect character. The best villain in probably the DC Extended Universe. I'm, I'll tell you. That right and he now.
1: made me like really uncomfortable. Like oh, that yeah. one scene in the club. Oh, yeah. The I don't club. think I felt like super uncomfortable. Like I don't want to be watching this movie anymore. Uncomfortable. Uh, he made
0: me uncomfortable in a couple of scenes. And <sighs> like the club scene when he was killing the Golden Tiger the guy. It was just a little too much for me. Again, he goes with the rated R. Scene, he goes with the rated R. Yeah. And
1: I did think it was funny. How like he's like, oh, we can let the girl go. She's fine. Is that a snot bubble? Forget it. Cut it off.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's and it's it's yeah, it it was oh. it was a dark humor, and it was really good, really, really well done. Really enjoyed via McGregor in this film for sure.
1: Now what did you think of Zaz? <sighs>
0: I, don't, I didn't like Zaz because they didn't really talk about Zaz. Zaz is a very interesting character in the DC universe. The problem is they added Zaz. He didn't really have all his scars yet. He had a few scars underneath his clothes. You know, Zaz is a terrifying, psychotic serial killer, if people don't know, that makes a cut on his body Every cut represents a person he's killed, and in the comics, he has cuts all over his body. His head, like, his even, face. His
1: head's like shaved, yeah. but here he has like an awful, like
0: awful, like emo blonde. boy. Haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I didn't like, I didn't like the way he was portrayed in the film. He yeah. looked very in sync. <laughs> I think that's the yeah. best way I can describe it. You know, he had like the loose, like Hawaiian shirt, the yeah. bleach blonde hair. And, and so you, and you didn't see the scars until like at towards the end when he yeah. like paralyzes Harley and shows her, Hey, look at these scars. This means each person I've killed.
1: And he's like, uh, these are birds I've set free.
0: Right. And so okay. that was so, yeah, that Zaz, made me Zaz was poorly made in this film. He is a, I would argue, he's one of the most terrifying Batman villains because he can be real. This is why Batman is wild. Because some of the Batman villains can't happen. Joker, no, can't he? Can't happen. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. No. Zaz can happen. A psychotic sure. serial killer who cuts himself each time he kills somebody. He makes a mark. Like that's psychotic it's dark and they could have done a much better job. And I don't, I can't think, I don't know, but I don't think Zaz is black masks, right hand man.
1: I don't think he is. I think this was just for that thing.
0: Yeah. I don't think he is black masks right hand person.
1: No. And I mean, he and Ewan McGregor had interesting chemistry. Like they worked well. Oh, the for actor sure, was fine. The yeah. Actor was fine yeah. for what he had, but it just wasn't
0: Zaz. And that's the thing. It, it, it doesn't feel right because they're not, they're like equals. I guess that's the word.
1: Equals. That's good.
0: Zaz and Black Mask are equal in the Batman villain arc. Okay. Let's, let's do it. Okay. I would say Zaz and Black Mask are like right there in like the B, maybe C list of characters in Batman's like rogues gallery. Black Mask isn't like the greatest and Zaz is like crap. And I didn't, like the, I didn't like the background story with Zaz that he was like a hired gunman. I don't yeah. think that's Zaz's background.
1: Unless maybe this is like an early Zaz, but I mean, we'll never see it again. Right, because he's, he's dead.
0: And so that's yeah. the problem. It, it didn't. It didn't it, they had so much room to expand. In the words of Joker and Dark Knight, there's a lot of room for aggressive expansion in this film. But they decided to shut it all down. Which to me was the problem with the film. You know, I didn't hate the film when I saw it last year. I didn't like it. And I'm actually going to update my rankings after this episode and I'm going to put it on my comic book Instagram called the comic misfit. I'm going to update it. I'm, I'm going to update my, my rankings after this.
1: Oh yeah.
0: I actually, I I, watching it again before the show. I actually enjoyed it. It was a good film. Problem was, it was poorly made. And it doesn't take away from the from being a good film. Like I, I enjoyed it. I like, like you said, I like the action sequences. It makes much more sense that the, the direct the guy that did um John Wick did it. It looked very good. The you know I love the scene when Harley is inside the police station with the with the bombs. Yes. You know it's very it's very well made. The film itself is very well made. But the the thought process behind the film, I don't think, was as well made as the film.
1: That's a really good point.
0: They could have made... This could have been easily a three-movie series. Easily.
1: Yeah, and that could still be part of the plan if they do choose to move forward with the Harley Quinn thing. But she could die in Suicide Squad. Yes. We don't know
0: what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen in Suicide Squad. And that's the thing. But that, to me, that's the biggest thing. It's that they, this, it by, even if it wasn't connected to the other movies, they could have made this connect to other movies. You could have had, like you, like you mentioned earlier, first movie, Harley and all them getting to know each other. Second movie, Birds of Prey, Harley being like a helper here and there, yeah, whatever it is. And in the background and in other films, you know, you're, you you're, or even on, HBO Max, you know, bringing in Batgirl, bringing in the rest of the Gotham, bringing in Gotham series sirens in the HBO Max universe. And then bringing them in, in the, in the last movie, like an epic battle, a Zack Snyder film, or whatever you want to Zach call Snyder
1: it. Zack Snyder presents Birds of, of Prey, prey versus. versus Gotham City Sirens. Exactly. Zack Snyder's Birds of Prey versus Gotham City. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. City. or whatever it was. They could have done, uh that and it would have made so much more sense you would have had black mask is just so good to have him blow up at the end of the film
1: that made me really really mad
0: yeah he's so good to be treated so bad and and he only and worked like, and, and he it's not worked. even
1: like he was shot and like he could maybe come back it's like he's blown into pieces yeah and thrown off the gotham pier
0: yeah and like you only see him as Black Mask for about a
1: couple Same of minutes. Same amount of time as you see the actual Birds of Prey in the movie. Right. Wow. You
0: barely see him because you put the mask on and he looks intimidating. That mask
1: is great. So
0: good. Black Mask is so good. And they just decided to get rid of him. And I, that to me was the biggest problem with the film. I don't have a problem. Like, it's very entertaining. I'll give it to you and you know, I've been, I've been hiding my thoughts from you for a long time. Very entertaining film upon second viewing. I, this is this only This is only the second time I've seen it completely really? on. Yeah. So I with you when it came out last year, bought the DVD because the Blu-ray, because I collect all the DC movies in Blu-ray hadn't opened a box yet. Wow. So much so that the digital code was expired. Was it really? Yeah, but it still worked.
1: <laughs> that's the thing with digital codes. I think the expiration dates are a myth.
0: Yeah, it's like a suggestion. It still worked. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know. But it worked. And so it was really good. I'm like, oh, wow, it's actually not that bad. Why did I think it was so bad? And then I'm sitting there watching it. And I go, oh, that's why.
1: Because I think was- the character. Sorry, go, no, ahead. Go, ahead. go ahead. No, I think one problem I had is that the characters that were interesting to watch. And that were fun and well acted. Were barely given the screen time besides Harley Quinn. Yes, this is a Harley Quinn movie because he goes back to Cassandra the whole time Kane. I don't know what made me like even more frustrated: Black Mask getting blown to bits at the end, or Cassandra Kane throughout the entire movie. Sandra Kane's nothing. Part of her, so. Nothing against the actress. Good for her that like her first movie was a super or like a comic book movie like this. But like she was the worst part.
0: She oh, was horrible. Movie. I don't understand what her point was. I know that she, you know, in in theory, right, should become Bat Woman or bad girl, girl, one of the Bat Girls. Yeah. So like, get that. But she wasn't good. No, she was pointless. I guess the only reason she was there is because she ate the diamond.
1: That was stupid too. That was really dumb. I guess it was supposed to be played for laughs. That was one of the things that was not funny. It was just like,
0: yeah, it was kind of annoying. Really? Yeah. It was kind of, annoying. I was like, man, nah. I thought the to me, one of the funniest, like well, not one of them, but like a funny part in the film was when Harley and um, Cassandra are at the drugstore.
1: Yeah.
0: And she's like, you, you can get this out of your, I can get this out of either one of what, either one of two ways this way, which is like the Pepno or whatever it was. Yeah. Or this way, she pulls out like she whips out like a butcher's knife. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. She's like freaks out and grabs the, the Pepto or whatever it is. She grabs
1: like, yeah, it was funny.
0: And, it, and yeah. it, it was it was a little funny how she wasn't being able to go to the bathroom. I thought that was interesting.
1: <laughs> That's like duct tapers, Duct tape,
0: and she didn't go. And then at the end, Harley is like, "Come on, you had like a burrito. If you don't go now, like you're never gonna go."
1: And she's like, "Bring the colander."
0: <laughs> Listen, I, I could have saved that in a minute. All Cassandra had to do at the start of the film, after she ate the diamond, was Harley should have taken her to Taco Bell, had the five dollar burrito box, done. You would have gone to the bathroom in like 10 minutes done. and you would have been set. Just saying, it would have been a great, it would have been yeah. a great Taco Bell like sponsor spot. And it would have been awesome. But I'm just saying yeah. that's what I would have done. But I, I agree.
1: Easy. And like Huntress, who had like very little like development besides like knowing her story and she's yeah. like the reason the diamond's important. Yeah. She was barely in it and she's great.
0: She's great. I didn't like her. I didn't like her character costume, I guess
1: at the end. I didn't like it. No. Yeah.
0: I wasn't a big fan, but Hunter is a good character. I liked how, I liked her dry sense of humor.
1: I like that part where she's in her bathroom, like talking to her mirror and she's like, my name is.
0: Yeah. She has a good sense of humor. <laughs> I just yeah. wasn't a big... Again, I think that they were so focused on Harley Quinn in this film that they decided to just call it quits on everybody else.
1: Yeah, And uh, I also may be a little biased towards Huntress because Mary Elizabeth Winstead was in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, which I still think is a great movie. You should was she all really? watch. Yeah. I didn't know that. She's also dating Ewan McGregor. Fun fact.
0: Is she really? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> right. Huh, interesting. I didn't know that. It'll get you with all the fun facts.
1: That's why I'm here.
0: No, it's not bad. I, I, again, uh, at the end of the day, I didn't hate it. It's it, not bad. It wasn't a bad film. Um, it just didn't do as well as it should have because I think one poorly named movie, two... Rated R. I I'm I'm a hundred percent sure that if they named this movie Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey from the start, it would have been better received.
1: Better received like it would have made more money or like better received critically?
0: Uh made more money. It was it wasn't bad received at all. It was given a seventy eight on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It's a decent film. It was it's not rotten. Right. I think more people would have gone seen it if they knew Harley Quinn. Oh, Harley Quinn instead of birds of prey and the emancipation of one Harley Quinn.
1: Well, I, I don't think it was that. I think it would have done better if it was PG 13. I don't think the name was the problem because people would have seen like, Oh, it's a DC superhero movie. Take the kids. It's PG 13. No, nah, as opposed no, to like, oh, okay. who says that? Who says, the guy who oh. brought his kid into birds of prey that sat next to me and the kid was loud the entire time who says
0: hey it's a dc movie let's bring the kids
1: apparently the guy who brought his kid next to me and bought are him like still, all the souvenir popcorn buckets. are you still
0: holding a garage from a year ago? i am
1: still holding a garage.
0: is it because he wanted the popcorn bucket
1: it was shaped like her mallet that was really cool it even had like a proper handle on it, so you could have whacked someone with it. Look,
0: him. you should have stolen from him, from the kid and whacked him in the head. That's yeah, what that's, that's what I would have done. Like you're being you being obnoxious. Here you go.
1: Yeah, and like I'm not entirely against movies being rated R. Like I think they can be all right. This one just it felt like it abused it. Like yeah, this film it was you and McGregor swore so many times in one scene for no reason.
0: Yeah. I was like, And I was, I was like, like, I was like, Obi-Wan, it's not the Jedi yeah, way.
1: It's not the way <laughs> you were the chosen one.
0: You were supposed to bring balance to the force <laughs> and he didn't have the higher ground. That's why he exploded.
1: Well, he was on the higher ground, but he fell. So maybe that's a lesson that the higher ground isn't always the wisest way.
0: I don't know. We should ask him. You got to get humbled. Gotta get, Maybe we got to ask him someday. <laughs>
1: Yeah. But overall, so
0: overall, I would probably give this film—I don't know if you have a rating for it—but overall, I would give this film a um, a three point eight out of five.
1: I gave it a four because even though I had problems with the movie, I still had a great time watching it. Margot Robbie is awesome. Huntress is awesome. She should have gotten more screen time. Ewan McGregor is great. The cinematography, camera work, fight choreographs, mm-hmm. choreography—yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. And Kathy Ann, this was like her first like big movie. She had mm-hmm. only done like small indie films. Yeah, She did pretty well.
0: She did pretty well. Oh, for sure.
1: Um, Overall, 3.9. I wish 9. she directed Wonder Woman 84 Whoa. instead of Patty Jenkins.
0: Whoa. Whoa. Those are fighting words. If you were available to talk uh, Wonder Woman with Kim and, I, Kim and I, you would have been on the show. Alas, you were not available. So That's you not. cannot talk Wonder Woman right now. <laughs>
1: That's true. It's like every time I say it, like <laughs> there's like an invisible force field in my words are bouncing yeah, back. Yeah, it's around. bouncing back off. Right like ricochet. Like that part in the new hope where Han shoots the blaster and the like. He's hitting you. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Overall, three point nine out of five. Comic misfits score. Birds. Harley Quinn. Birds of prey. I believe is the final official title of this film.
1: Yeah. It was Birds of Prey Harley Quinn on HBO Max. I don't know why. That's
0: what it is. It's Birds of Prey Harley Quinn.
1: It was named Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey, though. Oh, like halfway it? through its theatrical run.
0: Um, I don't know. It was one of the so. two. One of the two happens. 3.9 yeah. or 5. I told people that I didn't hate it. I just wasn't a big fan. I explain my reasons now so people just can get off my back and leave me alone at this point. Like it I won-
1: hope like because Christina Hudson's also working on The Flash. Mm-hmm. I hope she does a better job with The Flash. Otherwise, I'm concerned.
0: Well, Michael Keen's going to be in The Flash, so we're going to be set. And Ben Affleck, I think, is returning for The Flash, too.
1: Just saying. Acting can be good, writing can be bad. Oh, 100%. Like uh, the little things on HBO Max, which I'm not going to review. Good acting, bad writing.
0: Mm. So I don't know. I just, I'm just. I just know people, I've listen, I've heard people talking to me all the time, like, hey, what do you think? What do you think of this movie? I'm like, yeah, it wasn't my favorite. And everyone's like, oh, you're just a contrarian, blah, blah, blah. But no, I had no problem with the film. I just think it was poorly thought out. It, this could have easily been a yeah. three arc movie with an amazing villain.
1: And, you know, maybe. And I mean, if she survives, Suicide Squad. And maybe, maybe in you the, you
0: know, in you what know, would have been great, you know, in the next, in, in, the, in the other three films, in Birds of Prey, um, like World, or whatever, we'd see Zazz becoming the Zazz from yeah. Batman. That would have been sick. Right. So, I mean, they, there was so much they could have done with this, and they just kind of cut everything out and like, ah, meh. So, I don't know. If that's the last DC movie that we saw in theaters, <laughs> that's lame.
1: Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's okay. Than One Woman it's okay because
0: Zack Snyder's Justice League is coming out March eighteenth, and everything's going to change.
1: Suicide Squad comes out in August,
0: so the world's going to be better. But, anyways, not a bad film. Good movie overall. No complaints from me. Aiden, any final thoughts before we close it out?
1: Just I am now Doctor Aiden Quinzel. That's all we need to know.
0: <laughs> well then that's gonna wrap up another episode of comic misfits thank you so much for joining us in this episode and I hope you enjoyed listening to our actual finally our thoughts on birds of prey after a year and a couple of weeks
1: I'm fighting for you guys this is exactly <laughs> like the path to the Snyder Cut pretty much you, I've been begging for it there we have and it We finally. Answered. and it
0: wasn't bad 3.9 out of 5 solid score for a movie you know no problems whatsoever with this film When it comes to like overall, like obviously we gave our problems, but no problem like major problems. Like it wasn't like a zero out of five. Uh, Make sure to follow us on social media. If you haven't already been following us at Comic Misfits, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, we're all there. If you want some help us out, support with us monthly payments, monthly contributions, head over to patreon.com slash Comic Misfits and you can join the officially join the Misfit Gang.
1: Join our boy Zachariah. That's right. To
0: Zachariah. Join our boy Zachariah. But for now, my name is Pedro.
1: My name's Aiden.
0: And we'll see you next time on comic misfits. And also don't forget life is lived in between the panels. Take care now.